good day. You are listening to Philip Mollica's Consciousness Evolution. New content is published first at philipmollica.substack.com. Please subscribe to receive new columns and audios directly to your inbox. We offer free subscriptions or you may support us with a paid account. At this point, all content is freely available to all, but we definitely always appreciate the financial support if you see the value in our offerings. Also, please give us a like if you enjoy the content, and comments and questions are always welcome and appreciated. Audios are also available now on Substack, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. This column is a continuation of our series, The Man Behind the Curtain, Part 4. Beginning to explore, slash, the fear factor. We are returning today to our ongoing series about exploring our subjective awareness and discovering what we truly are outside of the ornaments of our lives. Ornaments meaning what we have accumulated around us as our identity. That may include our nationality, our gender, our sexual orientation, our social standing, our relationships at all. It is not that these things aren't important to us. It isn't that these all don't have bearing on our lives and how we think of ourselves. Collectively, these all contribute to our identity and how we consider ourselves. But what we are at our core are explorers, adventurers, experiencers of life. We don't know what we will be when we are young. Throughout our lives, we gather things toward an identity that we will eventually assume. This is normal, and it's how it has always been. But we are not static. We change. Our thoughts change. Our desires change. Our sensibilities change. And the danger in what we have accumulated around us as our identity is when it's no longer an accurate reflection of how we feel or what we want. We can become, in essence, a cartoon caricature representation of ourselves built up over years and decades that is no longer representative of who we have become on the inside. Our beliefs about life, ourselves, almost anything that we have subscribed to can change. How do we corroborate those changes with an identity we have assumed that no longer suits us. Part and parcel of that identity we've assumed is that as we age we develop expectations of others upon ourselves. Many of us take on and fill roles. Those may be wife, husband, father, mother, breadwinner, employee, etc. What happens when we no longer find satisfaction in the roles we have historically filled? Well, the opposite of satisfaction is dissatisfaction. We may become tired, bored, unfulfilled. Dissatisfaction can lead to depression, anger, and or resentment of the expectations placed upon us. Most of us are familiar with the term midlife crisis. This generally happens when the path that we have set forth for ourselves ends in a place we don't want or no longer find satisfactory. These kind of developments are not new. They have been happening to people throughout history. 
What is different now is we are engaged in the shift in consciousness. Everyone and everything in our world, our dimension, is shifting. We are becoming more self-aware. Part of that new self-awareness is often the recognition of a different self than the identity that we have assumed. While we may have been historically as a species able to override our unhappiness, that is becoming increasingly difficult given our new awareness. This can lead to very unpleasant and uncomfortable circumstances as we face a seemingly finite lifetime that we are unable or unwilling to reassess. Depression, anger, and resentment all without fail come from the belief that we don't have any choices, that we are stuck and powerless to make new, different choices. This in turn will lead us to avoid any evaluation of our inner landscape. For to look inside is so treacherous, so tumultuous, so rife with negative emotions that we will do just about anything to avoid it. The fear we may generate is the fear that everything will come busting out at once, a lifetime of suppression released in an avalanche of negative emotion. That alone can be so overwhelming that we simply give up, that we succumb to the idea that it's too late and too difficult to undertake. But if we stop growth, we stop living. And if we stop living, then we are well on our way to creating something that will end our lives. But we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to avoid our inner landscape. We can, through presence and conscious choices, begin to reshape our lives in a way that suits the person we are now. The first thing we must understand is that we can't just get from here to there. We could, but the more we try to change it once, the more uncomfortable it will be. The process is slow, deliberate, and measured. It is a process. And it is important that we don't jump over any of the steps of that process. Because each step will reveal more. And the more we reveal, the more we come to understand and appreciate ourselves. In our next column, we will continue this discussion and lay out some groundwork for how one might go about this process of self-discovery, along with some pitfalls we can avoid. Until then, regards. You have been listening to Philip Mollica's Conscious Evolution. See you next time.